Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 7th of August. On this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1960. And we travel to Munich, where this 37th International Eucharistic Congress finished today. An important event was held in post-war Germany. Munich had been chosen by Pope Pius XII, as he had previously served there as a papal nuncio. And approximately 430 bishops and 28 cardinals attended the Congress. The opening Mass had been celebrated on the 31st of July on the Odeonplatz, with about 80,000 people in attendance, the first mega-Mass in history. Cardinal Joseph Wendell adopted elements of the liturgical movement by celebrating Mass not with his back to the people, like in the Tridentinian rite, but celebrating it looking towards the people and by reading the gospel not in Latin but in German. And as the first huge outside mass, it was specially designed so as to be a lively celebration by the people. A young father, Ratzinger, was present. He would become Pope Benedict XVI and described it as a preparation for the Second Vatican Council, and a milestone replacing the previous spectator liturgy with a dynamic performance. One of the reforms that would come out of Vatican II was the new rite of the Mass that would be first celebrated in 1965 by Pope Paul VI. See the podcast of March the 7th. Eucharistic Congresses have become gatherings of the Church to bear witness to the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. National or international in scope, they bring together people from a wide area and typically involve large open-air masses. Eucharistic adoration, the Blessed Sacrament, and other devotional ceremonies take place over seven days. The first international congress took place in France in 1881 and was inspired by a laywoman Marie Tamissier, who spent a decade lobbying clergy to get it to happen. Since then, in all there have been 51, with the last one taking place in the Philippines in 2016. The one we remember today in Munich was the 37th, and is remembered for the laying of a foundation stone for a church of atonement near the former Dachau concentration camp. There was also another reason for choosing Munich as the site of the Congress. It was the prior involvement of Cardinal Wendell and the German bishops in Catholic-Protestant dialogue. Indeed, Germany was the main country in which Catholic activity in ecumenism was flourishing. At first secretly under the Third Reich, but then openly after the war with growing popularity. So the Munich Congress was also a landmark in ecumenism. And according to the Vatican, it was at Munich in 1960 that ecumenical relations began to take on their full importance at Eucharistic Congresses. Hardly had the preparations for the Second Vatican Council begun, then Blessed John XXIII decided to establish a secretariat for the promotion of Christian unity. From then on, in the ecclesial context of Vatican II, 
the movement towards Christian unity became part of the agenda of the Eucharistic Congress. See the podcast of May the 25th for more about the ecumenical imperative. This ecumenical desire, however, would be tricky. Because the Catholic theology of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist is not shared by Protestants, although it is shared by the Orthodox Church. But historically it was mocked as being superstitious magic by many Protestants. In England the word hocus pocus comes from the Latin hoces corpus meum, this is my body, which is recited at the key moment in the Eucharistic prayer at every time. And Hocus Pocus and the Hokey Cokey were used to mock Catholics. There's also a lively debate about the place of Eucharistic processions, with the theologian Otto Karrer complaining that they had the spirit of the Counter-Reformation and the appearance of a pseudo-military parade. The influential liturgist Joseph Andreas Jungmann who is known for his two-volume history of the Mass of the Roman Rite, joined Carrer in calling for processions of the Blessed Sacrament to be discontinued in the Church, because he considered that any such demonstration of Catholic worship a form of triumphalism, a show of Catholic power that could be offensive to Protestants. He felt that there was no place for such open displays of Catholicism in modern cities. But Munich, the capital of once Catholic Bavaria, was a city with a long tradition of Eucharistic processions, carried out with great pomp and solemnity, stretching back to the medieval era. Pope John XXIII recognised this in his radio message delivered in Latin to the participants of the Congress. Munich has been and still is particularly outstanding in its devotion to the most heavenly mystery, of the Eucharist. The Congress was closed by celebrating Mass on Theresienwies, a large square in Munich, which also hosts the Oktoberfest every year. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life and the thoughts of the Danish philosopher Soren Kierkegaard. For this year's archive of podcasts, visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.